Hi, it's Ted here, the unofficial spokesperson for Consumer Cellular, with some very official advice. All right, how do I put this lightly? Your wireless provider is overcharging you. Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. So, get the exact same coverage as the major carriers at half the cost. Switch and save up to $250 a year on all the talk, text, and data you need at ConsumerCellular.com. This week on Androids and Aliens. Was that Kamikaze? Yeah. All right, bottle Oh, my God! Amidst the chaos and filth of the asteroid. You find a single video file on a data pad tucked beneath one of these dirty, feces and blood-covered sleeping pallets. Precious intel awaits the crew. You see one thing jumps out at you. Do not delete. I deleted immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> You're such a rebel. Just what happened on this unholy rock? You see two figures sitting cross-legged on the floor. Both of them are dressed in robes, cultists' robes, and wearing unholy symbols of the devourer. And can the crew stop it from happening again? Captain K, if I were not a space pirate, I could end up just like one of these. A cult member bent on the end of everything. The adventure continues. I have a theory that they put, like, cocaine in the air or something because, I mean, baby, I was going on 9 a.m. the day after. I was still wow. like, unbreak my heart. <laughs> no. I was listening back to last week's episode, and I think I've said before, I don't have a lot of regrets as a GM. What's done is done. Sometimes you make mistakes, and you just got you gotta, you gotta, you to gotta work through them and try to be better the next time. But I do have one regret, that I didn't say, flank Sinatra. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it's not as funny. But in yeah. the moment, we could have all broken out into Sinatra tunes, yeah. man. which I think we would have crushed. That would have been. Uh, <laughs> actually, I'm, there's only one regret you should, ha- should have. What's that? Flank Stallone. Oh, that's oh. good, too. <laughs> I know, you guessed two it. Two regrets. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> uh, that's the second Frank Stallone reference we've had on one of our yeah, shows. Yes, it's very recently. We, we had another. Won't be the last. Um... <laughs> I've had regrets. No. More no. than no. a few. Wrong. Nope. Not the words. That's no. not the words. That's not the words. Not the words. Uh, no. He <laughs> 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 just gave up. He just shut him out. Yeah. <laughs> just pushed away. <laughs> yeah. Did it my- yeah, that's it. Regrets. My I've had a few. Back on. But you guys again, pick, uh, too few to at my wedding, someone sang New York, New York. Oh, mm-hmm. was oh, yeah. it Frank Sinatra Jr.? <laughs> well, I wish. No, it was my best friend. Oh. Oh. Nancy Clark. Sinatra. That's exactly. Did was he or she sing it in Swedish? No, no. I'd no. love to hear that. Sure, Frank. Oh, wait, I'm was it in Sweden? <laughs> yeah, at, uh, in a castle. Oh, was wow. the whole was the whole uh, wedding audience being like, 
I, I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, what? Right. What are sure, they all? They speak in Sweden. They speak English better than we do. No, they're like, I, well, this, except me. This is gibberish, <laughs> right? Yeah, why are? Why are they? There are no backwards K no. with a dot over them. <laughs> <laughs> what is this song? Like, why can't they just sing the traditional ninety nine 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 song? Seven. Seven. Are you guys big karaokeers? Do you like karaoke? Yeah, I love karaoke. I know. I know. Absolutely not. Matthew, you're not? What? I would figure that, that'd be your jam. Absolutely not. Come after on. you went I to mean, a school, you go to a school named after a man who was such a great lover of music. Juilliard <laughs> Juilliard <laughs> Lewis. I yeah. thought you were going to say Frank Karaoke. Yeah, Frank Karaoke, co-founders. Minority investor. Yeah. Ma- so, Matthew, you don't, you never did karaoke? It's not my jam. Not your jam? Well, it's yeah. definitely not a jam to do in New York, unless you're in K-Town, because like everyone here is like Broadway singers, so it yeah, kind of yeah. sucks. No, but if that's what I do for my birthday. Private room. I, I would do. I'll go down to K Town and do a karaoke birthday. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, oh, bring me next time. I don't do it anymore, but I would if, if the time travel is possible. I would do that. Back in the day when I lived on Forty Third and Broadway in Astoria, there's this crappy Irish pub. Oh, that we went to after the first GCP Live, Doyle's Corner. Oh yeah, Doyle. Yeah. I, I would go there all the time, and they would have uh, uh, karaoke nights on Saturday nights, and it just got to be like. I can't. I'm not going to do this anymore because it was just people that were trying to be on Broadway, yep. and uh, they were like really good. But it was like this isn't enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. You're you just like really, really, really good, and it, and it was the same people every week trying yeah. to show each other up. And you like, need to be like that's why the K Town and I. Ha- I have a theory that they put like cocaine in the air or something because I yeah. never stay up past 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I, st- I mean, baby, I was going on 9 a.m. the day after. I was still wow. like, unbreak my heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst excuse I've ever had for doing several lines of cocaine. That, yeah. <laughs> it must be it, in it the definitely, air. It definitely seems cost effective yeah. to just have cocaine, <laughs> no, like cocaine mist through the, uh, mist <laughs> through, the, through the ventilation system. <laughs> I, I've, done it in, I've done it in Kate. K-Town less, but I've done it plenty in Flushing with my wife, and uh, there are the exact same type of people at the Flushing Chinatown places. I went into one bar once, and we had a private room, and the private rooms are great because they don't charge you an hourly rate. They charge you $40 an hour, and that's to give you like 10 beers. Plus mm-hmm. cocaine. Yeah. yeah, plus all the cocaine. <laughs> plus yeah. It's all a the great co- deal. All the don't cocaine. forget about the cocaine floating around. <laughs> yeah, all the cocaine you can breathe for you $40. Don't say, you don't need to buy don't, You don't need to bring your own cocaine. We pump it in. It's, it's an amazing deal, uh, but the point is, is like, even though you feel like you're not going to be like uh, to made feel less than or like you're not as good as or someone else because you have a private room as you walk in there is the most beautiful dude in the world like with like a, a, a tuxedo on and his tuxedo jacket on the back of the chair and his shirt's open a little bit mm. and he's singing a duet with a lady in like a Jessica Rabbit dress <laughs> but they're like they're not like the Broadway singers that you're talking about where they're like standing up with perfect posture and like delivering and standing and hoping like an agent will walk in they're like lounge singers <laughs> yeah but they have their like feet up on the fucking bar and they like have like one drink they've been drinking since like 12 o'clock and it's 6 in the <laughs> six in the evening yes. and they're just like they're amazing like all of those places attract that type and of And that man is, you guessed it, Frank For Stallone. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. What is your go-to karaoke? Is I, we, Ellie is Tony Braxton, apparently. Yes. No, Johnny Cash. Early one morning, whoa. No, wait. 
Oh boy! I forgot. The Sorry, we don't have the lyrics on the screen here. <laughs> it was something. Like- <laughs> I thought you were going to try to. You, I thought you were going to do for a minute Johnny Cash singing "Unbreak My Heart." Yeah, that too. But like, no, it's the, it's the one where he, he did says, do covers towards the end of his life. He <laughs> did a lot of covers. <laughs> you know, it's Bonnie, Ta- uh, Bonnie Taylor, total official of your. Oh, oh, total oh, okay. oh, you mean Johnny Cash? To- no. No, what do you, what no, do, you do, like, do, Grant? The, 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 took a shot of coke. Yeah, Grant, you got a go to? Uh, I'm Mercurial. Uh, I always like songs. Freddie Mercurial? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say Queen songs? Listen to me. that bottle cap. No, um, it's, it's all over the place. Uh, I normally like songs that aren't on the list, but I have a. I have I'm going to go off list. You're like, I brought my own cassette. <laughs> Is it cool if I just plug I ran in? a big boombox <laughs> with like 5D batteries in the back. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, you guys have a preamp. I brought an electric guitar. One of my favorite cl- crowd pleasers is to do uh, the Goo Goo Dolls Iris. That's a good one. And I do want the world. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. That's, that's a good. big one. That's a good one. Okay. Well, the reason I brought it up is because uh, one of my go-tos when I'm feeling like my voice isn't on is That's Life by Frank Sinatra. Because you can sing it with no uh, effort yeah. whatsoever. It's, it's, that's it's basically, it's a rap already. Yeah. That's life. That's life. You that's can really just the talk way it, it is. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you want. It's like Robert Preston in every <laughs> musical he ever was in. <laughs> you can just kind of talk your way through it. But if you're feeling like, yeah, maybe I'll put a little jazz into it. Uh <laughs> That's life. That's life. What the fuck are you going to do? Um, but, uh, yeah, that one. And then what was that other one that I used to like? Uh, Joe, what's your go-to while I think of this one? Do you have a go-to? Uh, no, I'm not very good at it. It's so also Unbreak My Heart. So I, I really don't, I don't have a go-to, but I do have one that is so terrible. It is the natural one of karaoke songs. Oh and I picked it because I love the song. Oh and I was in the middle of it, and I was like, this is awful. Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Oh, no. And no. you sing both parts? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I no. mean, look, at least somebody will sing <laughs> and, that. And, you know? No, this is way worse. This, and, and the this Frank is, Rizzuto part. And a great song. And a great song. Uh, it is... I got a real pressure cooking going on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> we will never find out. It is Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing. Wow! Oh, wow. Okay. Do you play the guitar as well? Just, because that's what that song is about. There is... Basically no refrain And you just sing For 14 minutes In like this flat tone he can play That is just kind of like Telling the story I was like Halfway through it And everybody in the room Was like You have ruined The karaoke night Yeah Well that's <laughs> that the thing Like people one. pick so many I mean you have to pick the Like the songs That gets people going Like to, Total right. Eclipse of the Heart that, Or yeah, like Yeah That they'll sing along to Yeah exactly Or like actually Moana <laughs> uh, the, the That song That all the girls What is it uh, Shiny no, the Moana theme. You're welcome. Parentheses Moana song. Yeah, the Moana song. What can I say except you're welcome? The male songs. The Scoob and the Doob and the Johns. Scoob and the Doob and the Johns. Do you know a song that's surprisingly hard to sing along to though? Even though like everyone loves it, it's the Abba Dancing Queen. Like they're so soprano. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's well, really that's good. When you, that's when you drop it down to eleven. Like you can sing, you can drive, yeah, or you, or you having the time yeah. of your life. How would you harmonize with that? I don't know. I could never harmonize with that girl. Watch, Watch that scene. Oh, the dancing queen. Uh, Ellie, you, you hit the nail on the head, though. When in doubt, just sing a song that everybody's going to sing along to. I'd always go with Only the Good Die Young because Only the I good could nail die. it back in the day, but yeah. like if I was ever faltering, other people would jump in. Can't yeah. sweat it. So you're, if you're worried about hitting those songs, last 
karaoke store unless anyone else has one, obviously. We'll do an hour of this if we have to. Uh, yeah, I prepared nothing. One of my, so. my first, very late at night, my first night uh, at, at school, like mixing it up and doing a karaoke thing and trying to meet new people, I was like really concerned about kneeling it. I was like, I can't really sing that well. But I have like a deepish voice. You have right. a sexy voice, Grant. Thank you. Ooh, wow. I've had like five drinks, so yeah. <laughs> it's another week, another five weeks, really, before we. Ellie, start I, we need to talk at the end of this episode. <laughs> We've actually got it here as in. But you're not. No, but you're not allowed yeah. to fire people while they're drunk. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. She she you're safe she, until three days from now. She she learned this when she got her green card. Um, no, the uh, the the point is is uh, I picked a song that I thought that I could nail the same way you pick songs that you mm-hmm. thought you could nail, and I picked uh, "Personal Jesus" by Depeche. Oh, or good not one. Depeche okay. Is it Depeche Mode? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, anyway. There yeah, were, Depeche Mode. J- Johnny Cash, by the way, did a cover. He did. That's awesome. It's an amazing cover. Same album as so, Unbreak My Heart. So, yeah. so I was singing Personal Jesus, <laughs> your own personal. And it was great. And I was like, I'm the guy with the deep voice. I'm 19. It's great. Yeah. And uh, then there was a 24 measure musical break. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like. The only I had no friends. I just was like dancing and like slapping my thighs. Gangly giant playing air guitar. (laughs) (laughs) It was the worst. Reach out and touch me. Oh yes. What do you What do you do, Skid? What's your go-to? Why is this thinking like they used to do at Arlene's Grocery down on Ludlow Street? They used to do uh, what? live rock band karaoke oh, where they'd yes. have a full band oh, yeah. and like you would just like go up there and sing like they'd have like guitar like drummer and everything like, I love just it. Up. um <laughs> yeah like that was the best but other than that i, I just like singing i don't have a like standard i have a short thing okay. before you start your thing troy all right shorty uh my best night in my life was in sweden and they i was so drunk and suddenly they were playing toto hold the line Oh. And then all of a sudden, the Classic. fucking guitar solos ends up on the roof of one of this, like, it's outdoor party, and he nails it, and I somehow ended up on someone's shoulders and just had an amazing time. So I was just going to say that Toto is also amazing, too. Yes. 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 I'm sure. I've heard, I've heard Niccolo, Niccolo Niccolo's ears that, just yeah. pricked up many yeah. times. Yes. yes. Karaoke. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if he runs here by the end of the episode. Niccolo. <laughs> Niccolo. Did you sing it at your wedding? <laughs> I feel like it came on when we were on the dance floor and he had the microphone and it was... And at your wedding. I don't think so. What did he sing at your wedding? It was amazing. He sang in the church at my wedding. He sang uh, uh, Peter Cetera. Uh, oh, I uh, okay, you know. From Karate Kid? The Yes. Uh, no. No. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Yeah. What was the song? Skid was. I, I was losing laughing. my. I was, was losing crying. my mind laughing. Yeah, because I didn't tell anybody this was happening, and it was Nick. Hard to say. I'm sorry. Wedding. No. No. I no. Think of it. Was it? I was crying laughing. Glory and I, of love. No. Uh, if you leave me now. No. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> Peter Stare. <laughs> it was Peter Cesare, wasn't it? You were the inspiration. Yeah, you're the you're inspiration. The yeah. inspiration. Uh, I mean, uh, I didn't hear a word of it until they performed it. Uh, buddy Dave Woody was on piano and singing uh, harmony. Dave with Woody, him. new listener to Androids and Aliens. New listener to Androids, Androids and Aliens, and they sang it, and it was the most. I mean, it's a hilarious song because it's like quintessential '80s, but they sang it so beautifully. Oh my god, it was so amazing. perfectly. And Dave gets so into the piano, he was just hammering the notes. Dun, at dun, the dun, end. Dun, 
dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. You know, love was meant to be. I mean, Nick Lloyd never really heard him sing for <laughs> real before. Oh, when he belts, he's unbelievable. Oh, it was, <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house because if you weren't crying from how beautiful it is, you were laughing. Yeah, because it, it was just sure. amazing. I, I was, uh, when I have sung karaoke with Nick Lowe, I was at a bar with him one time in Midtown. He did Africa in a bar of like eight people. Oh, we were like, yes. they were trying to get the karaoke going and no one was doing it. And he's like, I'll do it. He's like, grabbed a mic, belted Africa, oh. the entire song. And everybody at the bar was looking at him like, this is the most incredible thing. <laughs> they were yeah. just like, like just wide-eyed, mouths open. Like, oh my God. He's Nick, hitting, hitting every note dead Nick on. Nick Lowe's obsession with that song I is wanna, legendary. I need to come <laughs> he, with him and, and like, we, we'll You should talk. see him work. He yeah. did. He was editing a comic called Next Wave at one point at Marvel. And uh, it was a very weird, it's like a Grant Morrison, I think, was like the writer. And for one of the letter sections, it's just like, letters to the comic. It's just like, oh, Excelsior, no prize, whatever. He printed the actual letters, but then every answer to the letter was a interspersed breakdown of the meaning of the song Africa. (laughs) So he he wrote an essay about the meaning of the song Toto's Africa and just like interspersed it with letters from people that wanted to know about next wave. (laughs) It was it was the most ridiculous thing. Look it up. Anyway. Anyway. Well, we need to plan a glass cannon karaoke night. And yes. This will be the new $1,000 tier on Patreon. <laughs> That's what people want. Join us in the private room. Uh, cocaine in the air. Yes, cocaine <laughs> flowing all night. As much cocaine as you That's can why it's the $1,000 tier, because it's uh, yeah. so expensive yeah, to lace the air yeah, for the Coke's not going to pay for itself. <laughs> um, I just want to stipulate that we're joking for the government agencies that are listening yes. in. <laughs> so Starfinder, am I right? Starfinder, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys found some coke. Well, we found video, right? Oh, yeah, there. the video. The video. Yes, you find a single video file on a data pad tucked beneath one of these dirty feces and blood covered sleeping pallets oh you find the data pad you find a cred stick as well the data pad dr first hacks into it you're looking through there's messages there's games there's other just mundane shit but you see one thing jumps out at you do not delete I deleted immediately. You delete immediately. <laughs> You're such a rebel. Uh, I, I play it. I, I play the file. Yeah. So you just play the file on this data pad. And like... Yes! <laughs> don't, don't delete it! Don't delete this file! Do not delete. Was that, was that, was that Kamikaze? Yeah. yeah. All right, bottle cap. Oh, my God! The timing of that was amazing. I feel like everybody's got a bottle cap in the past few I know. Weeks. Everyone's getting them. Ellie just left the room for some reason. I don't know why she just left. Ellie, I haven't either. It's okay. Ellie's just... It's okay. Ellie, that's... She's coming back with she, a bottle of scotch. She's getting more scotch. We're getting emails about people worried about your drinking. It's at the end of June. I can do whatever the fuck I want. That's right. That's Despite right. Despite my looks, I am over 18. There you go. You and all you got scotch, you're going to look a lot older. That's right. <laughs> Finally. Finally. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Is that Wilford Brimley sitting next to me? <laughs> I can't see you. Is that Flight Stallone? Flight <laughs> Stallone. Uh, uh, so, yes, no. After, after Africa, the Africa video. That was just the ad. From, yeah, yeah, that was the ad for the podcast. <laughs> to listen to more of Toto's In five seconds, you may skip this ad. <laughs> Even though we're pressed for time. 
we let the ad run all the way because obviously we want to get the song. You want to support the artist. I like that song. I'm just picturing the five of us in that room just fists in the air. After Toto recedes into the background, another video pops up. Oh no! Oh no! And it is far more somber. Oh, no. oh, man. You're right no. out of town. This is going to be a child murder. You see, um, you're my. It looks like a video that was filmed inside of one of the living quarters here, perhaps in the very room that you're in. You see two figures sitting cross-legged on the floor. One of them is a gnome. The other one is a Vrithani. Now, I don't know if any of the people sitting at the table are familiar with the Vrithani race, but let me show you what what they look like. That's what they look like. Uh, If you refer to Roll20, they're long limbs... Black oh. orbs for Oh, it eyes. looks like the Belters. I was just going to say, yeah, it looks yeah. like Belters. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, they're pretty, uh, pretty freaky looking yeah. creatures. Thanks for, thanks for the nightmares tonight. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, and just got, continue uh, to drink. Um, they are the uh, <laughs> dominant race of Verses, which is the fifth planet of the pack worlds. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the tidally locked planet. The line. Eight feet tall. <laughs> Gangly limbs, black mouse-like eyes. The pigment of their skin can be changed. Like young Verthani display bright, expressive patterns and colors depending on their <clears throat> mood. While adults can control their color changes at will. This is all off of the uh, Starfinder wiki. Uh, cybernetic augmentation is also common among the Verthani. So you see this Verthani and a gnome sitting cross-legged across from each other on the floor of... Uh, one of these living quarters here on the base. Both of them are dressed in robes, like cultists' robes, and wearing unholy symbols of the devourer. It looks as if the Verthani is teaching the gnome to sing a uh, paean to the devourer. And so they're singing back and forth with each other. The Prathani will say something, the gnome will repeat it, and then sometimes they'll join together in song. And the one phrase that you hear over and over again that they both repeat, they say, Nayara knows. Nayara. Nayara knows. They repeat this back and forth. Troy's new go-to karaoke song. Nayara knows. <laughs> Nayara being the one who wrote that obscure text. The entropy of... Uh, yeah. Bubble. But uh, they say nose, the like en- as, in, as if knowing... It's her, her actual nose on her face. <laughs> well, I'm Swedish. Nayara knows. And then they sing it in Espanol, and it's Naraya Nari. Nari. They hold up a huge Naraya paper machine. Nari. <laughs> we worship the nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, and then goes out. Captain K, you may have been displeased with how I acted when I first met you, but you see, it takes all kinds to make the belt operate. 
If I were not a space pirate, I could end up just like one of these. So please, a cult member bent on the end of everything. Yes, I'm as disgusted by it as you are, and I could have ended up like them if I didn't take the pirate's life. PG is weirdly quiet during this conversation. All I want to say, Captain, as undesirable as I may be, at least I didn't get caught up in something that had me smearing blood and shit on the walls of a godforsaken asteroid. So please, I I want to forgive myself again for how I acted, but allow me to try to prove myself to you. Can can I ask you something, Quell? I'm still sickened, so I feel really, really awful about this whole thing, but how would it work? Like, are you attra- Are you sexually attracted to Kreska? Uh, and Quello does the equivalent of blushing, and his eyes, like the stalks around his eyes, like squeeze up a little bit, and he can't see as much out of the corner of him, and his three arms all p- go to one point. So, like, the two arms on the side and the one middle just meet in the middle, and he goes... Well, PG, uh, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> we, uh, outside of, uh, the bar, I, uh, don't know how to talk as much, so I, uh, what are you, I don't know. Duh. Okay, 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 okay. No, I just, I've always, I've always tried to understand these, uh, uh, binary sexuality drive, and it, to me it makes no sense on the surface that a snail man would be interested in a Lizard? Listen, as some as someone who is seven feet tall has a monkey's tail, flies eyes, and two extra arms, I would think you would understand the peculiarities around mating with other races. But apparently, you've never thought about it. It's, Although uh, I've heard that the Miroquois have an unusual mating practice. Oh, it's uh, it's completely different from everything I've I've learned from you guys. Um, but I must say, you can't. Pr- Procreate? Why would you be interested? Um, well, um, all that said. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Quala's argument is, well, I'm not a cult member. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what Dax yeah. is thinking. He's like, point of clarification. <laughs> Were you suggesting that we should be impressed that you don't shit in your hands and write on the wall? Yeah. You should be impressed that I saved your life, silicon skin. That too. That along with the fact that you're not in a cult that smears its shit on the walls. That is, as, that, that is as good a resume as we're likely to encounter out here. It is hard to argue against. I always liked that one. He is the natural... Seer of the group, although you are the captain, and I do not question that. Ah, no, thank you, Chuba. And I must I say, I hope, I only hope that I outlive you so that I may crack you open and check you out on my examination table after you die. And he starts chortling, like, later, but, like, 
different slimes come out of the side of his shell as he does. Like, like you're really going all out to make us hate this fucking character. This is so disgusting. As he excretes slime, starts There's no reason for us to oozing out this fucking person. Listen, when he laughs, he probably out. He probably refrains from smearing the pus on the wall and graffitiing. And we salute him for it. Yeah, there is a very, very good reason to have this character in the party. He doesn't bleed out his friends and write on the wall. That's true. Shit in his own hands, or teach them. Chance honoring uh, somebody who wants to bring about the end of all things. Yeah. I, I am sorry for the digression, Captain. Please continue. Nyara knows. You know from your mysticism check in the previous room that Nyara was an elven soothsayer, an evil elven soothsayer who wrote many dark prophecies. Many dark prophecies in a book called The Entropy of Existence and Glorious Rise of the Void. Is there any other information on the tablet, Doctor? Something that may clue us in as to the password for the computer system. Ah, slow down. And I, the Dr. Friss, does, as the captain asks and looks through the tablet to see if there's any other information in there. You open up files like left and right, garbage, garbage, personal messages that don't uh, appear important. Ah, there's still six months left on this Hulu subscription. (laughs) Does he have the password there? Yes, it's I'm, saved. I'm thinking also there's a folder called, like, Surfing Trip. <laughs> we all know what that means. <laughs> yeah, it's just a Versace. What's a Surfing <laughs> what? Trip? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. Do we have to stop. What does Surfing Hold Trip on. mean to you, Ellie? What, what does what? that mean I'm sorry, to you? what do we all know what that means? What do we all know that means? Is this some sort of water I, I know, sport? I know. I know. I just want you to remind me. <laughs> no, Joe knows. Joe yeah. knows. Oh, I know. Yeah, Joe knows. Why don't you tell them? You guys all know. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear it out of your mouth. <laughs> no. How much cocaine does it involve? <laughs> No, I mean, probably nothing. But I'm just saying that... It's probably not. It might just be a surfing trip. I'm just... Yeah, it's exactly. It's a surfing trip to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I, the Isle of... <laughs> pee on me. <laughs> <laughs> pee on me. Pee on me. It's right next to Oahu. It's the big island. It's Won't island. you it's pee? Like the big island. <laughs> Um, me. And the um, sad thing is that's probably on a desktop, t- like desktop as well, yeah, <laughs> like super desktop. easy, accessible. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to lose track of that. Is no. there what any- is happening? I don't know. I don't know. You do not, you do not see anything. Innocent, sweet, innocent Matthew Summerchild. <laughs> <laughs> you do not see anything uh, that says, like, password. Okay. In, like in serious uh, star finding questions. Mm-hmm. Can we do anything with the voices in this video that involve that voice print we saw earlier? Is there any way we can synthesize them or have them say something or we would need more information? You could replay the video and try it, but that's about it. We don't know what the password or phrase is, so... You do know that it's a voice print password, right? um, but that's all you know. Right. And you don't see anything in there that says voice print. They did mark it, do not delete, but they may just... Could we try the password... Nyara knows. Oh, that's good. <laughs> no, 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 Joe, that's great. Just walk up yeah. to him and be like, "Yeah, Nyara knows." Was it what wh- the password? Do I know from my check? Was the passphrase? Was it something like just a specific phrase, or was it meant to be a phrase, a specific phrase spoken by a specific voice? Um. You think it has to be spoken by a specific voice. All right. So that's a good idea. 
uh, let's hold on to this. Mm-hmm. I say, let's check out the rest of these rooms. Yeah. And then come back when we're done. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I think. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, um, Nayara knows we have a bunch of quotes on the wall. We got the whole quote. Um, I feel like this is a riddle for a smarter person than me. But Joe might be onto something. Captain, we have a door to the north, and we have a door to the east. Which way would you like to go? Let's clear out the other quarters first before we just go up into the hallway. Uh, wise captain. All right. Uh, all right, so who's going into the next room? Dax. PG follows. Dax attack. All right, Dax, you go in again. Another living quarter here. Uh, another open space leading further east. Another askew bed. Another askew bed. Only one bed in here and one uh, dr- set of uh, drawers. Set, search the bed. Search the drawers. Okay. Roll perceptions. Whoever's doing what? Perception for the for the bed. Uh, I don't do so well. Twenty four on the drawers. Twenty okay. twenty seven on the on the bed. So uh, no, sorry, twenty five. Twenty five. Uh, first, you open up the drawers. Nothing inside, empty, maybe like a shirt or something like that. Uh, put page, it on. You put it on. It says... Uh, Over I your li- resplendent armor? <laughs> yeah. It says, I live in New York. Um, PG, you My parents went actually, to space sorry, and all I got I was a stupid t-shirt. <laughs> I forgot I still have the sickness, right? So 23, actually, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll tell you this. You uh, come in here. Which sickness? The sickened condition from the sickened, food. Yeah. Sickened condition. Um, yeah, you you come here, you check the bed, and you don't find anything in the bed, but both you and Friss no longer are sickened. Yay! All right! By the time you get into this room, you, you're starting to feel fine. Nice. Uh, yeah, it doesn't appear to be anything in this room. Um, there's another room off to the east. Yeah, keep going. Dax will keep All going. All right, this is like a mirror image of that first room that you walked into, just flipped hence mirror image uh, another set of living quarters and another door leading off into a room that looks like it has shelves like some sort of armory mm. another door leading to the north the fourth now uh, total mirror of the north part of this base beware robots beware <laughs> robots there could be robot guardians ahead uh, mm. let's search the drawers and search the beds Okay, who's searching what? I'll search the Say beds. Say it before you roll. I'll do a drawer. Natural 20, 24 on the beds. Uh, all right, so you uh, search the beds. Really smell them. 24 on the drawers as well. Okay, um, so I'll, I'll go with uh, Koala first. You search the bed. Um, you're ripping it apart. Don't see anything. Uh, Kreska, you search the drawers, and what'd you roll? 24. 24. Um you open up uh, the uh, the drawer, and <laughs> a blast arc of laser beams. Whoa! Lights up the room. Whoa! Everybody roll a reflex save. Oh my god! Oof! Come on now! Come on! Come on! Come on. Oh! Yeah. Natural one. God damn it! Oh, oh my god! god. I ch- I switched die even. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, let's go round. So you said reflex? The tableau, yeah. And the whole room, definitely. Yeah, the whole room. Uh, what'd you get there, Dax? 12. Fail. Kreska? 13. Fail. Oh, Chris? Shit. 18. Uh, pass. Half damage. Uh, no damage. PG. Ah, no damage. PG. PG. One. Yeah. And Qualo. 15. Uh,. Half damage. All right. 4d10 plus 5. Oh, Holy man. shit. Oh, my God. This is horrible. 
Oh boy! Oh man, I'm I'm so far away from that thing. I'm furious. Furious? Who did it? Me. Kreska. Damn it, Captain! Uh, Twenty-seven points of damage oh. to those who failed. Uh, Thirteen to those uh, to Grant. <laughs> to those that grant. Um, Thirteen to how those many, that grant. How many hit points do you have to, or resolve points do you have to have to be able to stabilize and come back to life? One. But after a certain point, it's a quarter, right? It's always a quarter. But you're not going to have enough, I don't At think. five, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. so <laughs> you have to get to eight before it's two. Okay. Laser arc lights up the room. Just <clears throat> laser beams uh, fly out of this trap. Emitting trapped. from the desk? Emitting, emitting from the desk. The, the wow. drawer, one of the drawers was trapped. And now you see why. Mm-hmm. Because now that that laser has come out and lit everybody up, with the exception of Friss and half of Qualo, um, <laughs> you see a collection of armor upgrades and <gasps> weapon fusion seals. Oh, oh Seals. As if, like, whoever was here before they left, left their belongings, hopefully oh. safe. Now, wow. Troy, uh, it's, a, it's a really loaded drawer. Are there any Solarian weapon upgrade crystals? I don't know. You find, <laughs> uh, I believe this, the, the first two here are armor upgrades. A brown force field. Oh, uh, that's very Dunish. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, brown force field. Do you guys know what that does? It adds temporary hit points, I believe. It is a... Uh, it gives you one temporary hit point and one fast healing, from what I can see. Yep. Five uh, temporary hit points for a brown. Okay. Yeah, I got five temporary HP and one fast healing. That's pretty... No, I think pur- purple is five. Purple is five. Brown is one. So I don't oh, know what I'm you're... looking on Archives of Nethys. Maybe it got updated in Errata. We'll, we'll double check. It's possible. But, but brown, I think the brown only, is the lowest one. The only person that has two armor slots available to them would be Captain K. I don't, though. Because it one came is with jump jets. Well, you can take out the jump jets. I like my jump jets. Uh, <laughs> there's also a Mark I electrostatic field. Oh. What does Ooh. that do? Uh, also be aware, Captain K, that you cannot use your jump jets if you are encumbered. Yes. Due to bulk. Um, electrostatic field. This field over your armor grants you electricity resistance, and any creature that touches you or deals damage to you with a melee weapon takes electricity damage. That's pretty fun. badass. So Mark 1 is electricity resistance 5 and 1d6 electricity damage to uh, anyone. That's it's, great. It's that's pretty, pretty cool. good. Uh, let's talk about the uh, seals. There is oh, a come on with this. vicious fusion seal, <laughs> which is a level five weapon seal. And there is a bleeding fusion seal, which I think is pretty obvious. Probably adds the bleeding condition to your weapon. Oh, man. And the other one was a brown crystal. Sorry. I'm just a brown force field. What was the first one? Vicious. Vicious. Vicious weapons have sinister appearances. A vicious weapon gains the boost special weapon property, but when you make an attack with a boosted weapon, you take take damage equal to the additional boost damage. This damage applies even if your attack misses and it's not reduced by DR resistance or any other ability. The boost is 1d4 plus an additional 1d4 for every six items the level... Uh, levels the weapon has. If the weapon does not use charges or ammunition, boosting it takes 
Boosting it takes a standard action that does not expend any additional charge of ammunition. You cannot boost an attack made with an automatic blast explode or line weapon special property. Weapons that have the boost special property cannot be vicious. So I think you deal extra damage to the person you attack, but you take that damage as well, I believe. Hmm. Vicious. And it makes sense of the Oh, yeah. No, that's that's right from Pathfinder, too. Yeah. Yeah. And bleeding... Bleeding makes sense with this, too. I mean, just the first line of the bleeding infusion description is the bleeding fusion weaves entropic energy into the weapon's Mm. form. Mm. It gains the bleed critical hit effect. So Mm. if you crit with it, you can uh, add bleed. And if your weapon already has a critical hit effect, you can choose which crit effect triggers when you crit. Interesting. Yeah. We don't have a critical effect on our solarian weapon. Yeah, so if you put it in your solarian... Well, we can't, can put, you do we that can't put weapon yeah. seals on them. It's only yeah. the solarian crystals. crystals mm. right. Roll a culture check. I can't. Uh, 31. 31. The vicious weapon fusion is like something straight out of the Cult of the Devourer. It's like their uh, thing. This is last drop from the cult. A devourer. <laughs> Seems like... More trouble than it's worth, doesn't it? I don't know. We could use the tools of the enemy against them. When has that ever gone wrong? Yeah, well, I would not. <laughs> I would not go. Considering the pull the devourer has, and uh, apparently I'm not the only one. And she looks at Qualo. Um, I would stay away from it. Don't meddle with the with the best. No, it's good. You're right. You should not use it. Uh, Frisk just kind of like takes it. <laughs> it's kind it's of such sl- a bad sl- He'll go destroy it later. Yeah. Yes. No. Leave it to me. I should dispose of it properly. And he just kind of surreptitiously puts it on his gun. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the disregard for life these people seem to show, I would say do not be shy in upgrading your weapons to do as much damage as they can, but. That's never been something that stopped you, has it, Dax? You've always equipped as many weapons as you could and been as deadly as you could in any situation. Yes, I think you would be well equipped to increase your damage with some of these seals. Do you not feel that way? My carbon steel blade already has the bleed effect. What's the other one? Vicious. vicious. Yes, but, but didn't, didn't I, Dex take that one? No, Dr. Friss already took that one. Oh, it yeah. took Vicious. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. we have Brown Force Field. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm interested in the electrostatic the, field. The Bleeding Seal is level 6. The Vicious is uh, level 5. I could put a Bleeding Seal on my squad machine gun, Captain, if you would so desire. Perhaps we should check the armory on the side before we make any decisions. Okay, spoken like someone who wants the bleed seal for themselves. <laughs> uh, hold on, PG, just slow down oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. map running. I, I love that the slow light. She's already in. <laughs> I love that the character that only has low light vision is just running in blindly. Down. I know. In just darkness. slow. Uh, yeah, you can go in first, but just allow me a ten minute rest. <laughs> I'm going to spend a resolve yeah. point after yeah, that explosion. I only have same. two more resolve points. So, so oh, you took that damage from yeah. the explosion, and you you're, you can't rest. Do the ten minute rest thing. Okay. To get back your, I'm just asking you. Like, you're saying you're too low on resolve, or you already I only spent. have I only have two more, two more, two more left, and I have. If I go down, I need them in combat. Right. We were talking about this. How many? Right. 
But like, don't you need? But uh, you haven't spent it yet to go back up. So your no. stamina is down, and you're at two. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So if I spend one more, I'm one. I have one resolve point left. Oh man. Unless we camp out the night here. <laughs> In this lovely base of death. <laughs> in this lovely base of death. Where that just me? <laughs> yeah, so just who's burning another resolve to? Dax uh, is burning another resolve. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I'm twenty-seven points of damage. I mean, it wiped out. It wiped out my stamina. Yeah. I'm gonna have PG stay back then and like play it real safe because <laughs> I don't want to resolve use another resolve point. Should I though, Joe? Use the resolve point? Yeah, to yeah, get sure. my Yeah, sure. It's a risk of death, but like at least you'll stay up in the fight longer. Okay, fair. And uh, and if you go down, you have one resolve point to stabilize. stabilize. You still have that. You're just not going to be able to wake up. I have felt most stimulated fighting side by side with this android. Captain, will you allow us to be your strike team? Sure. How does how do you feel about that? I'd rather not speak of it publicly, Captain. Very well. I will we'll speak s- with you privately. We'll, we'll schedule separate this. appointments. <laughs> I'll designate Howie to sit in as our HR representative. <laughs> All right, so... Captain, uh, I think he just touched me. <laughs> three of you... I just said he looked good in those pants. What's wrong with that? They're new pants. Sweet cargo pants. <laughs> three of you use resolve points, get some HP back. Now what are you going to do? Uh, or Dax, stamina back, rather. Yeah, Dax, uh, suspecting uh, danger, is going to raise his squad machine gun and go into this room and quickly run 10 feet to the side and, and hug the wall, put his back against the wall, okay. uh, looking for any creatures. And Koala will charge in right behind him. Okay. And PG will run to the other side. There, there's a lot going on in this room. Okay. Uh, again, mirror image of the uh, armory to the north, although this looks like more like an arsenal. Yeah. That was an weaponry. armory. This is weaponry. There's three rows of, yet again, mostly bare shelves standing along the southeastern end of this wide room. Here and there, you'll see a dilapidated pistol or a long arm sitting on one of these dusty shelves. There are three humanoid robots. Oh, Standing near the north wall, which is right where uh, Dax is. Um, Dax, you see him right when you walk in, um, but you're not afraid because each of them is hunched over. Deactivated, basically. Yeah, it's like... And and covered in scorch marks. uh, Occasionally just... Emitting puffs of this, like, sickly gray smoke out of, like, a hole... Weird. Wow. And again, there's three doors to the north. They look similar to the water closets you saw in the uh, armory. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything else. Uh, Dex like is gonna, any danger in here. Dex is going to put out a... Just lift up his boot and just try to kick one of the robots over. See if it just falls over. Okay, so you just... just and nudge it. <laughs> Weird. Does the smoke continue to puff out while it's laying on the ground? Like, uh, less sporadically, but... Can I do an engineering check to see what's happening? You sure can. Here. Ah, 17. 17 is enough to know that it looks like uh, these are security robots, just like you faced up north, but it looks like gunfire, most likely lasers, uh, violently dispatched them sometime within the last week. That's why the smoke is still active. It's been less than a week since they were 
taken out. These were gunned down by energy gunfire within the past week. That would explain the scorch marks. Mm. Uh, stepping over these robot bodies, Dax will move to what previously were the laboratory doors mm-hmm. in the mirrored room, and uh, he'll open the first one. Uh, you open the first one. Just to confirm that it's a pooper. Yep, giant toilet. Why does everyone shit in these rooms? <laughs> There's a lot of kitchens and are a we, lot of toilets. <laughs> are you sure Why do the they have to go past an armory or what looks like a weaponry or whatever Dude, they call it? Cultivar doesn't care, man. <laughs> to be fair, they are keeping the toilets as far away from the kitchens as possible. <laughs> PG's going to open the other two doors. Just, or, yeah. Okay. okay, so PG just unlocks one, unlocks yeah. the other. Two more bathrooms. Yeah. Tunk, tunk. Uh, Dax is going to go up to the toilet and look into it. See what, see what he sees. <laughs> There's someone in How there. How dare you? Changing. <laughs> a woman changing. In the bottom of the toilet. Oh, I kept that door closed for a reason. I have a job out of here in 25 minutes. <laughs> On behalf of all women, I'm super offended. <laughs> Madame, uh, do you know you are in the bottom of a toilet? <laughs> <laughs> On an asteroid. <laughs> On an asteroid. I thought I was wearing clothes in the finest suit. <laughs> <laughs> Surrounded oh. by death and pieces. <laughs> that was nothing to do. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so disgusting. He got he got himself worse than he got anybody else. Oh, yeah. that one. Just a little emperor's new clothes, Jack. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, no, there's nothing in I'm the picture. Fade dot away network for some reason. I don't know why. All right, Dax will examine the weaponry. Uh, sure. You want to roll a uh, perception? Uh, eighteen twenty-five. Okay, uh, Dax, you're looking along, and you and Kreska spot it at the same time. Uh, you're examining the scene. You see this strange technological device covered in, like, leathery gore. You also see um, that there are a bunch of battered weapons. Same thing. They're broken, so they need to be fixed. They all appear to be unloaded. Um, but you see a pulse caster pistol. A Red Star plasma rifle. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A tactical acid dart rifle. <gasps> oh. Oh. A Thunderstrike sonic pistol. What? And a utility scatter gun. Oh, oh man. Classic. All broken, but they can be repaired, not unlike the armor in the previous room. Can, you, can you go back to the first one again? Yeah, Red Star plasma rifle. I don't oh, even know man. what the hell these do. Tactical acid dart rifle. Thunderstrike sonic pistol and utility scatter gun we've seen from those shitty cultists that you fought on uh, Casterville. And a pulse caster pistol. Have we seen the pulse caster? You just said pulse caster pistol, I think. Oh, yeah, that was the first one. I'm sorry. A pulse caster pistol, yeah. I'm able to wield many weapons at once, so I would love one of these. Dude, Red Star Plasma Rifle yeah. does 1d10 electricity and, and fire. fire. Yeah, I want and that it, one, too. It does burn. It has 40 feet range, and it does it, it shoots in a line. But it uses four charges every shot. Oh, wow. It's got a capacity of 40, though. So Yeah, that means it's only 10 shots, though, and the battery's dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Followers of Saren Ray popularize terms for different intensities of plasma swords based on the heat they emit. That's cool. No, I want it. I want the Red Star. I will roll for it. Can you wield rifles? Yes. 
Oh. Um, awesome. Long arms. What else was there? I have long arms. I After have... the plasma, there was something uh, before the first plasma. one was the pulse caster pistol. Pulse caster. It's a smaller version of an arc pistol. It's a level one weapon. Oh, sends a low energy blast, one d four, but <laughs> uh, uh, it and it just stuns the dark it without doing serious damage. Although it does say one d four, it's yeah, it's non lethal. Hmm. What's the next one? Uh, the next one was, was Red Star and then Tactical Acid Dark Rifle and Sonic Pistol. Yeah, Thunderstrike Sonic and the Utilities category. Yeah, Tactical Acid Dart Rifle. Sounds pretty cool. There's a couple different ones here. The Tactical one is a level 2 one. Does 1d8 acid and piercing. 80-foot range. Critical corrode 1d4 damage. Um, capacity is 10 darts. Usage 1. I knew we could probably put that Insanity Mist in it. Right? I think it has mm. to have the uh, inject special property. And it doesn't? No. It's analog. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that, but I think it ha- it's a special property. I think there's really just... We- uh, I don't know if there are weapons that do damage and also allow you to inject. Maybe there are. As uh, Dax and Kreska place their hands over the Thunderstrike pistol, you see Qualo shudder because... With his lithic shell, he is very vulnerable to sonic damage. Oh, and Whoa. this thing is a level four weapon that does one d eight sonic with a critical deafen property. Hmm. Twenty charges, two usage per shot. Yeah, so Dax wants the that. Okay, the sonic pistol. I want the red star plasma, so I'll roll with Grant on it. And you could take Grant the red star it. plasma. Grant doesn't want the red star, so I can't, takes I can't the red star. It. Nobody cares about the pulse caster. Uh, tactical acid dart. Uh, that's fun for Koala. Okay. And Thunderstrike, Dax wants. Uh, anybody fighting over anything? Is there a, a, Does there happen to be a similar panel? A hidden panel or a locked panel like there was in the other armor? Roll of perception. 22. 22. 8. Doesn't appear 40. to be. No, doesn't appear to be. Uh, the only other thing of interest in this room is this strange device covered in, like I said, a leathery gore. Sorry, before we move on, what is the range on the sonic tactical 40 sonic? feet. And what is the range on the Thunderstrike? Oh, that's the that's same, the same thing. Thunderstrike sonic pistol. Oh. This thunder makes sound. Oh, I'm sorry. The the, 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 <laughs> dare you, the injector pistol. How much is uh, oh, that? Tactical right? acid dart? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's not an injector. Um, 80 feet range. Perfect. Um, I'll examine that leather thing. Okay. I don't know if you've quite seen anything like this. You want to roll uh, engineering or mysticism? Because it's kind of... There's obviously a mechanical component to it, but there's something else going on as well. Mm. I'll roll a separate mysticism. I'll roll a separate engineering. Let's uh, go roll first. 27 mysticism. That's enough. You identify this as a necrograft. 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 It's an augmentation that uses undead organs. Oh. Along with, like, necromantic rituals. Instead of like cybernetics or biotech, oh, it's something that is usually installed in undead creatures. Roll a culture check, and I, anyone can roll that. I, say, I cannot do that. Uh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. You would know that necrographs are commonly available on Eox. 
mm-hmm. and yeah. quite popular among members of the corpse fleet. Yeah. Um, uh, of course. Those, th- they would fight the cultists. Sorry. Of course. Of course. And you know that uh, <laughs> although Eox is a signatory of the Pact Worlds, uh, the corpse fleet is their own thing, and they're like, they're bad news. They're not a part of it. There's a lot of back and forth that wonders how much Eox might still be supporting the corpse fleet, but that's uh, uh, rumors and hearsay that you hear with any planet. Um, but and we were strange. attacked by a corpse ship. Yeah, we were. corpse ship. At one point. Um, that was uh, the one that was helmed by Clara 247. No, I'm thinking, wasn't, weren't we? No, yeah, we were attacked after Black died. We were attacked on the way him. back from the drift rock. Yeah, that's right. Yes, you were. Um, said that this is Chubanana. This is something that's not been. This is popular among the undead, especially those eels. I wonder if they have some connection. Is there some? Um, would there be any kind of logical connection with the undead and this cult? I don't, I mean, I don't know. N- none that you've seen so far, and also none that you you know of, just from your general knowledge about uh, what you've and learned about And this is definitely, this is a blind spot for Friss. Like, he doesn't know, like, anything religious. Like, it's just not in his, he wheelhouse. hasn't studied, it's not in his wheelhouse at all, so he doesn't know it. But we, uh, sorry, did somebody already say this, that, that uh, you know, Captain uh, Alquana, Alera Alquana. Alera Alquana said that Eoxian ships were coming this way, right? Yes, she said that while she was busy watching the area to make sure that no one was coming, you know, anywhere near broken the Broken Rock territory, um, she did see an Eoxian bone ship, but she stayed clear because you don't fuck with those ships. But it was heading in this direction. It was heading in this direction. I mean, the Eoxians probably want the the weapon as well. Yeah. For like their their little dirty reasons, but like they a, they had their whole thing. Like they the the reason that their planet is a barren rock, populated by undead, is because they crafted a, an inter interplanetary weapon that backfired on them. Yeah. So yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. So they want like they want like maybe the cultists they have a different philosophy, but I'm assuming that the Eoxians want it for. I mean, they they are an evil. But lawful evil race. Yeah, yeah, they're evil, but, but still signatories to the Pact World yeah. Agreement. Yeah. Roll Pact a. I'm sorry. Roll a culture check. Uh, those of you who have it to recall knowledge, just to see what you might know about the corpse fleet. Uh, thirty-six. Thirty-six. All right. So you know uh, and can inform the others that the corpse fleet is an exiled offshoot of the Eoxian Navy that's made up of powerful admirals and captains who roam the universe in starships forged from bone and steel. Officially, the government of Eox condemns this rogue organization. 
You also know that the corpse fleet formed when powerful and disgruntled members of the Eoxian Navy could not stomach their world's adoption of the Absalom Pact. These naval officers deeply believed in the same sort of Eoxian superiority that once led the planet to destroy civilizations that refused to acknowledge Eox's power, including the worlds known as the Twins. And when they destroyed hmm. the Twins, that became the Diaspora, yeah. the shattered remnants of the oh, Twins. Yeah. yeah, I remember because Frist yeah. is so cultured. You also know that although Eox's government and ambassadors to the Pack Worlds make a grandiose show of denouncing the Corp fleet, rumors, like I was saying, rumors claim that some of the powerful Eoxian rulers known as Bone Sages still clandestinely communicate with the exiles and perhaps even secretly aid them with their work to promote Eoxian supremacy. I knew it. The gen pop on Eox seems largely ambivalent, perhaps suspiciously so, towards the exiled fleet. This is so classic, like the, the hardliners versus the, the moderates. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the, the official line being kind of... Uh, uh, Deflecting attention from the fact that everyone that hardliners are being supported by you know the main government. Exactly. We had this in uh, book one, didn't we? Yeah. No. I've, I've the the Oxian ambassador was like there Gevelop was shady. Norm. He gave us more. There was like shady stuff where there was corpse fleet activity, and we suspected that like he might be. He's like, no, no, no. We don't have anything to do with them. But yeah. We're like I think. You are secretly cool with what they do, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget yeah. the cargo you found. Yeah. And then right. Yeah. Ship. You're right. Yeah. It's like they always they always want the crazy the crazies to sort of like uh, do the do their shitty business, and so they can so they can get out of it in yeah. case it goes south. I knew it. But officially, their hands stay clean. Exactly. Like their bony they're, hands. But they're secretly funny. It happens. So but again, this is all rumors and hearsay that even the people of Eox are not quite sure what's going on. But, just, but for the moment, th- sorry, go ahead. No, it's just a quick question regarding the, the rifle we picked up. It's broken, right? So we All still, the weapons are broken. Yeah, but we don't have time to fix it. We don't have time to spend another hour on fixing it, I'm assuming. Right? It right. doesn't seem pressing right now. No. You have an arsenal at your disposal. You can upgrade later and fix yeah. on the yeah. ship. Is there anything we can do with this thing right now? This leather-bound... Organy, no. It is weirdness. it even useful for anyone who's not undead? I don't think so. Let's take it with us just in, just in case it becomes a useful bargaining chip. Yeah. Ooh, smart. A curio. That's why you're to bring a on our journey. You can sell it to a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so the we have hallway. one. Yeah, we have one area left to check. It looks like. Yeah, I'm sure nothing awful is going to happen in there. Uh. So, this is basically the mirror of the hallway on the north side where we mm-hmm. first ran to get away from the laser wall. Uh, now we're on the south side of that room. And well, let's take this door. video file and play it for the computer to see if that is the passphrase that will let us move move on. Sure, but do we want to check this hallway Let's first? go via the hallway, yeah. Just take a peek. I'm sure there's nothing in here. <laughs> All right, Dax, so you are at the door there. What do you do? I'll stealthily open the door. Okay. Should we open the other door as well in the other room? No. What'd you roll? Uh, 24. 24. You stealthily open the door, and you see an exact replica of the hallway to the north that also includes uh, the set of double doors leading back to that laser-trapped room. And effectively, as far as you know, the only way out. And devoid of creatures. Devoid of creatures as far as you can see. Let's go back. Clear, to Captain. The- 
Let's go, Captain. Let's go back to the computer. And I, I agree. Yeah. Perhaps we'll be able to shut down the laser trap from there. Perhaps we will. Okay. <laughs> we'll go back to the computer. All right. You go back to the computers. First tried to hack it already. Um, you knew this was going to be a tough job because of the uh, the need for a voice print password. Um, I can still I can still roll twice on knowledge checks. By the way. Oh. But like I can't like I don't oh. have a hack directory thingy anymore. On knowledge or on computers? Knowledge. We call knowledge. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, knowledge. so useless in this case. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks this, for bringing it up. This is a player <laughs> trying to contribute, Troy. That's cool. Uh, good to know, though. It just said like as a reaction knowledge. while not in combat, you can re-roll a failed skill check. Once you recall knowledge of the game we're playing. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Every, so every day. Anyone want to help Friss? I want to help Friss. Okay, attempt a computer's check. DC 10 will give him a plus two. And only in the fact that I would like to tell Friss to play the part that says, uh, I wrote it down. Two. Dax is going to aid plus two. All right, so that's PG's going to aid plus two. Plus two. Niara knows. Yeah, that's yeah. all I wanted to play. Niara knows. Yes, this was uh, Dax's that idea. Is, that is what I want to play. Remind myself. Yeah. All right, so you... Uh... Ho, ho, ho! Oh, oh, yeah. Um, all right, so that is... Uh, Math. <laughs> yeah, that is 36. 36. Yeah. And the first thing you do, though, is you open up that data pad and you play. Skip, skip, skip. Just skip it. Nyara knows. Nyara knows. As that is sung. You realize. Oh. Voice print recognized. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's a bottle cap for Joe O'Brien. That's everybody. You know what? I was gonna, I was just gonna say before you said that awful thing, Troy. I was just gonna say that's the first one I think that was actually deserved in this whole AP. Thank you. Wow. In, in this, this whole wow. AP. Yeah, in, including the one I got. <laughs> Ellie, don't let him turn us against each other. <laughs> no, I know well, she's right. Hand them all back, fellas. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, even the one I got, like, I have had so many moments that were, that were bottle cap worthy, but then I got it for, like, guessing the fucking title of the AP. I like, oh, that was stupid. But, I mean, yeah, but also yeah. all the other things that have been happening this past few year, uh, mm. weeks... Okay, I'm getting on, on drunk. No, you're right. Okay. You're right. You should take her bottle cap back. Yes. <laughs> no. Did you because use her bottle cap? It. No, I not. No, no, well, then take it back. I will never use it. Deserve it. I, I will the, never use it. I will never use, use it. it. I will only use it if it means that I can murder Troy. Oh, boy. You have to keep the bottle cap economy flowing. Yeah, keep it moving. Oh, Once I see you guys hoarding them, I'm just never going to give them up. You're such a Juilliard. You hack in. You hack this in. This is awesome. This is awesome. Peachy yes. comes running up. He's like, can I recall knowledge at all to help? And you're like, get out of here, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, monkey. No. No, monkey. You slap, you slap her furry monkey wrist. <laughs> she goes to the corner and eats a banana. <laughs> oh, my God. While the adults hack into the system. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> frisk. The mainframe lights up. 36. You badass. Yeah. <laughs> You've accessed the system, and you see three data modules that seem to jump out at you. One of them is labeled activities. 
Oh, sounds <laughs> asteroid <nice>. volleyball. <laughs> one is labeled Monday movie night. Classics. One We're is... all gonna watch Rudy together. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy was last week. Oh, no. uh, yeah, uh, I love that movie. Activities. Jersey scene. Uh, intelligence. Oh, huh. Sacred lore. Mm-hmm. Surf, um, surf trip. <laughs> you look at them And each data module uh, Is its own thing It okay. looks like uh, Just looking at activities uh, You can access right away You don't need to hack any further To find out activities um, Intelligence looks like It's going to need uh, A little more work To break into that file um, And then sacred lore Also seems like It's behind a firewall As well Okay uh, Friss shows like he highlights. Boop, it just like you know, left clicks like draws down and like each of the things. Like, this is what this is what I've been able to see. Hmm. Let's see the activities then. Yeah, always interested in activities. <laughs> right click, open activities module states the mission of this particular sect of the Cult of the Devourer in no uncertain terms. The denizens of this area, known as the Star Eater's Spine, were devoted to pouring through the prophecies in a sacred but cryptic tome called The Entropy of Existence and Glorious Rise of the Void. That's what they were here for. They were here to study everything about that. The data in this module contains the cult's analysis of some of these divinations, some of these prophecies by Nayara, including one prophecy that's flagged as high priority. It looks like the high priority prophecy is not stored in this particular data module, but Chris, you can see that there's a link that's pointing to its location in sacred lore. Hmm. Okay. So it's been moved out of here and put in sacred lore behind a firewall. It looks like the cult is focused on this one uh, particular prophecy. You see notes here because it, they thought that it was the most likely candidate for them to bring to fruition. From the data, it appears that the cultist interpreted the prophecy as referring to some sort of weapon, hmm. one powerful enough to serve as a key to untold destruction. Sounds familiar. But yeah. maybe they've deciphered little else from there. In addition, uh, the cultists' obsessive work studying this book um, to understand more of this particular prophecy's latent instructions, uh, the module goes on to describe terrible ritualistic tortures that they would have to do to help bring about this prophecy. And you read it, and you see that part of these prophecies included, like, that laser wall that they were cutting up own members, their Man. own members of their oh, wow. sect Jesus. as, like, sacrifices to try and bring about, uh, as, like, a harbinger of bringing this prophecy to fewer fruition. Wow. Do they mention the impregnating people with some creature? You don't see anything uh, in this module about that, no. The devourer consu- let them let them consume themselves. It seems. Hmm. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's the one thing that could probably destroy a religion like that, to or like philosophy like that, too. because like they will eventually kill themselves if they truly believe it. Yeah, it's like the the shakers. Uh, can I? 
can I go into one of the firewalls and like see? Yeah, you want to do the, the next penetrate. one is the intelligence data. Yeah, module. I'm gonna go through. All right, anybody yeah. want to try and help him hack into that? Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll try help to help. Uh, I do not aid. Okay. I aid. Okay. All right, so plus two. Tax is no help. Oh, uh, 32. 32. You make it. Nice. Friss. Boom. And PG. Friss and PG. And as you get in, you realize there was a countermeasure that you bypassed. Yes. Hey. As you failed, uh, uh, both PG, Dax, and yourself, would have uh, your uh, devices for hacking would have been infected with a virus. Wow. Very wow. cool. Cool. Um, but you get in. Yeah. The intelligence module uh, contains uh, records of all the communications between what happened here in the Star Eater Spine and the Devourer cult on Castrovel. Now, it appears that the cultists here tried to erase all this data before they left or whatever happened here. But because you successfully hacked in, you also are able to recover most of the communication logs from the base's commune. Oh, yay. Oh, cool. My shun backstory. And it's very interesting because these caption recordings um, document communications from Tauman boastfully crowing about all of his activities at the Temple of the Twelve, including a now what you know to be premature and ultimately untrue claim of the cult's defeat of all of you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who's he trying to impress? You see communication from Tauman that says, Epsilon Protocol worked effectively, but we were forced to sacrifice Vanya. So is he just lying or boasting before it even happened? Well, you know that he went up to the top of the mountain, sent them communication, is there a time and then code came back down. On communication? Uh, we, I mean, Dax yeah. could easily remember yeah, the you minute know that they it fought. happened before you fought him. Yeah, yeah. so or he's they, dead. He or, or he, sorry, he wasn't raised and then sent this afterwards. You feel pretty confident about that. The last communication log uh, takes a rather triumphantly gleeful tone. In it, Tauman reports that information in the temple's inner sanctum has revealed the location of the key emphasized in Nyara's prophecy. Hmm. In the final line of the recording, Tauman jubilantly states, "Our future awaits." Far beyond the confines of the Star Eater's spine. You must fly, my sisters and brothers. Fly to where the key awaits. Oh, come on. Oh. Then, Damn you, Muller, with your redactions. <laughs> and then the recording ends. He might mean Vanya, Vanya the, the father, though. Uh, the mother. The mo- uh, isn't the father still alive in the, disp- the diaspora? Mm-hmm. Like sacrifice. There are three Vanyas, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the mother is a member of the cult. Yeah, that's true. She was torn apart. Oh, uh, yeah, that's what he said. He tore them apart. In, right front, in front of, of the, the dead, yeah. yeah. Uh, because you, uh, again, because you have successfully hacked in for us, you see that the name of the location was deliberately scrubbed. That wasn't just garbled static. Mm, yeah. Someone has gone in and <gasps> removed the name of that location. Well, the. Uh, yeah. It's the Eoxians. Scrubbed it from the system. The Oxians don't want us to find him. Hmm. The electronic signature of the hacker who performed these tasks is unlike any of the digital footprints left in either this data core or the sort of hints you got in that first computer you came into uh, and tried to hack and failed. However, there are clear signs that this data was deleted just a few days ago, hmm. sometime after the cultist 
either left here or forced out of here. Um, very interesting. That's mm-hmm. all you find. And there's a third module? It's the third module. module sacred the lore. Sacred lore data module. Ooh, this uh, is one you're going to hack into. I'm going to try to hack into that as yeah. well. I'm going to aid you. Hack into me. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, I successfully aid. Yeah, me too. Nat- yeah. Natty 20. Oh. oh, hell yeah. 34. 34. Um, thanks to PG recalling knowledge, <laughs> you're able to break Drop in to this very important <laughs> Sacred Lore Data module. It contains reams of information about the cult's profane belief in the devourer. Be assured. Entropy of the universe and the cultists' unholy roles in bringing about the end of existence for the glory of their dark religion. In addition to general religious dogma and near mad ramblings, I mean, you've seen shit and blood smeared on the walls, so nothing would surprise you at this point. The data module also details the Star Eater Spine's cult's fascination with Nyara centuries ago. This evil and malicious elven mystic name, Nyara, lived a depraved existence on Castrovel. At the time when she was around, the cult of the Devourer was merely a shadow of a threat to the civilized species of the galaxy. But Nyara discovered in the dogma of the Star Eater, the nihilistic ambition for which she later became known, she fed off of the pain and suffering of those weaker than her. It sounds just like uh, the Sheeran that uh, witnessed brutality and became entranced by it. The devourer called to her. Nyara fed off of this pain and suffering just as well. She slaughtered hundreds and quickly rose through the ranks of Castrovel's Star Eater cult. As the number of atrocities she committed in the Devourer's name mounted, Nyara came to believe that her uncaring patron would visit a terrible fate on her soul should she not work to further the total destruction of existence that the Devourer so coveted. So then she committed herself truly fully to the Devourer's entropic cause. She began a career in dark soothsaying. She knew she had to do more or the Devourer would take her out. Her killings were no longer just killings for killing's sake. They became ritualistic rather than indiscriminate. And she drew prophecies from the very blood of her victims, smearing them about and seeing things in their entrails. She spent her long elven lifespan extracting the terrible secrets underlying creation and extrapolating innumerable doomsday futures. Before her death, She recorded her most profane divinations in her magnum opus, the tome which you now all know to be called The Entropy of Existence and Glorious Rise of the Void. This work, though obscure to the galaxy at large, is considered a key unholy text to many devourer cults, not just the Star Eater cult. Its dark prophecies span countless realities, including dozens of ways that the multiverse and all its planes of existence might someday come to an end. She's not only interested in destroying this galaxy but all galaxies that may <laughs> exist but Nyara transcribed her predictions in imprecise and enigmatic language as many soothsayers would do prophets and whatnot. and the scattered devourer cults have had little success over the years in parsing out the elven mystic's words and bringing her prophecies to fruition you're reading through all of this and then you see 
just a button, like a, a key that you can enter to bring up a computer-generated hologram of Nyara. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, wow. yes, yes, yes. Wow. We need you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much what happens, because assuming you click the button... I never do, ever! <laughs> that's do. what pops up on the console of the computer in three dimensions if you look at the map. This crazy-looking uh, elf... Yeah, she looks she looks like Bellatrix Lestrange, like from from Harry Potter. Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit too much, too crazy. It's like much. if Bellatrix also uh, was into punk rock. Yeah. yeah. Yes, well, and was being electrocuted. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It honestly much. looks a little bit like a mockery of an of like an insane person, right? Yeah. Like it. She's like fist to the air. She's delivering a speech. You realize this is marked as high priority. And she is like probably speaking to masses or at least to her own sect. And she's like, in the maw of the twelve lies the key. Forsooth shall all be undone. When the knee meets the gorge so far. The widening gyre implodes magnificently. And we'll see you next week. Oh, 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 decipher this stuff. Oh, Man. shit. I have to listen back to all this. I know. Oh, yeah, I know. I gotta, I gotta study Lots this. Lots of clues in Let's there. Go yeah. close. A lot of clues. Good lot job, close. Joe, though. Holy lot macaroni. Lot the only bottle Captain Pat. <laughs> Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.